Hi, welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. If you caught my episode last week, I had a guest uh, by the name of Al, and he was a 10-time Boston Marathon runner. Um, he shared a really inspiring story uh, about his, uh, his experience, not only as a runner, but as a master runner in that he ran the Boston Marathon in 1969, uh, back when there were no women allowed on the field. Um, and so he, he uh, continued to share his story about how running had changed his life. Um, and so today I have another guest. She's a, a client and a good friend of mine, Amy Baugh. And uh, we actually connected. She found me uh, through the network of Facebook. And I actually uh, wrote a training plan for her in efforts for her to qualify for this upcoming Boston. And I'm so pleased uh, to announce that she did qualify. And so so throughout the time of her qualifying, we, we have become friends. And, and I am here uh, to, to uh, have her tell her story. Um, and one of the things that I want to talk about today um, and have her talk about is starting running um, at a later age. Um, uh, Amy's in her 40s. I'm in my 50s. Many of my clients feel that they can't start running because they've missed the opportunity to start running. So if you're over 40, you might be wondering how exactly to get into running. And it might seem too overwhelming, or you might think you're too old. Well, you are wrong. No matter what your age, the best time to start running is now. Um, it's not when you're 10 and it's not when you're in high school. It is today, regardless of any age. Um, and so we're going to give you some tips. Um, and, and as my experience as a uh, runner, marathon runner, ultra runner, um, is to start off very, very slow. Um, this is arguably the most important so what we do is we put one foot in front of the other and we start off slow. Um, if you want to page back and, and, and listen to my episode on uh, Want to Get High, I, I named it uh, The Runner's High, um, I talk about my first running experience and I talk about the, the first running experience of a lot of my clients and, and what people do is they start out too fast um, and they get winded and then they quit. So what you need to do is start out slow. But if you're feeling uh, that, that you are still intimidated, um, there's so many runners and uh, the running world has changed so much over the years. Um, and, and you really feel like you can start running, but going to a race is, is just so out of your realm. And then you feel so completely intimidated and that's something that you wouldn't do. Um, well, uh, Amy's going to kind of share uh, her experience, and she's going to tell you about uh, a really exciting thing that she has has also started um, in addition to her qualifying for Boston. So, um, Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amy. Uh, Glad to be here. Yes, excellent. So, um, first off, um, congratulations on your qualifying for Boston. Thank you. And uh, excited. yes, definitely. And um, could you share with um, our, our listeners uh, how, how 
how did you decide that you were going to do this? How did you decide? What was the moment that you decided, I am going to qualify, I'm going to try to qualify for Boston? Um, because those of you that are listening that might not know, um, the Boston Marathon is exclusive to only people that are able to qualify by running um, in, in within a certain time period. So that's kind of a, it's been kind of a journey, Irene. It really started when I was 41. And uh, one of my friends actually ran a half marathon. And that particular friend isn't somebody I would consider to be kind of a natural athlete, didn't do sports in high school, you know, never, I never really knew her to do any sports. And she completed a half marathon. And I turned to my husband and I said, hey, you know, if she can do a half marathon, I can do a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he said, you can't even run a mile. What are you talking about? <laughs> my husband is very supportive. Like, yeah. I don't want it to come across like my husband is unsupportive. He was just being realistic, having sure. uh, done several attempted mile-long runs with me. Sure. Uh, and how I would just declare how much I hated running and, and have to stop regularly for, for walk breaks. And, uh, you know, first of all, first thing I learned is that walk breaks are perfectly fine, right? Absolutely. So I started running at that point. Like, you know what? I am going to run a half marathon. That's where it started. So I started out slowly, to your point. I started out with walk, run intervals, which I highly recommend that as a starting point. And I just walked whenever I needed. And I slowly started to build up, you know, build up my ability to complete the miles. And I did a half, no, I did a 5K very slowly. I think it was maybe a 12-minute pace. So I kind of did the walk, run. Okay. Thing. Mm -hmm. And then... That was just after a couple of months. And then a few months after that, I did a 10K. And then a few months after that, I slowly worked up and I attempted my first half marathon, which I did successfully complete. Wow. But during this time, my husband started running with me because I didn't want to run the long miles by myself. And we got up to 15 miles. Again, still walk breaks, walk running through this whole um, progression. And we got to the point where, hey, you know, maybe we should do a marathon. The, the plans for marathons, if you run 16 miles, that's kind of the base, get it finished plan, sure. right? Mm -hmm. You have to get to 16 miles on your long run. So we like, you know what, let's do charity run. Let's run New York. It'll be a one and done. You know, we'll just do this one marathon. So we did New York. Doing that, just get it done plan. <laughs> It hurt. Yes. New <laughs> York is a, is a tough course. Yes. Many other things. Um, and we wanted to do better. So then we're like, you know what? Let's do Chicago because we live in Chicago. So we trained and we did Chicago Marathon. That went a lot better. And then we said, you know what? We should go for all six major marathons. And that includes Boston. And at the time, so this was now, I guess that would be late 2018 when we did Chicago. And at the time, I remember thinking, there is no way I am ever going to qualify for Boston. Like, I just thought it was not even in the realm of possibility. In fact, Irene, you would probably agree I might have felt that way as recently as a year ago. Oh, right? uh, as recently as your your race morning for the race oh, that you yeah. qualified. Okay. Uh, and and do, you, do you mind telling um, uh, our listeners when you ran uh, Chicago, what was your running time? Just to give people an idea of, of where you were and what your qualifying time um, was needed to be for Boston. Yeah. So Chicago was, I, I, my first, Chicago was around 425, I believe. So that's maybe a 1015 pace. Okay. I want to say my first marathon was 1035 and it was around 1025 for, for, for Chicago. Sorry. 
Um, and yes, to qualify, I needed to be three hours and 50 minutes. So that was that's the full 35 minute difference between Chicago and then what I had to run last year. And that's a lot of time to take off of a marathon. So that was very daunting, uh, very scary to think about. But I really wanted to do that. I wanted to prove that I could. To go from, hey, you can't even run a mile. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> to, hey, you just qualified for Boston Marathon. Yep. Yep. And, and, and yeah, and absolutely it is, it is very, uh, emotional and, and, you know, if you're listening and you don't understand how the whole, uh, Boston qualifying time thing goes, um, it's based on your age. So the, the older you are, um, the more time you get. So if you're in your thirties, um, you, and you're female, you, you have three and a half hours and I don't know if they, they change it all the time, but, um, since the, uh, 2013 Boston bombing, um, the, the qualifying times have gotten more difficult and to top it off, uh, it is not a guarantee that you are in the race just by qualifying. Um, they've made it that much harder. Uh, so if you qualify by your qualifying time and there are more people um, that have qualified uh, with that time, you have to have a faster time than your qualifying time. So, so uh, you know, Amy's looking at this like she needs to shave off 35 minutes plus an extra five, at least as, as a buffer. So, you know, to go from uh, running a, you know, four and a half hour marathon now to a 345 is, is just a, an ungodly thought. Absolutely. And, and can I also remind everybody you started at 41. That's true. Unbelievable. I started at 41. Unbelievable. I started at 41 years old. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. So continue. Yeah, so anyway, so so yeah, so I decided why not go for Boston. We ran Tokyo in 2019, it ticked off another big marathon, and then COVID hit. And so, you know, during COVID, I had the fortunate, uh, I was very fortunate that I have a very good friend who lived across the street, and we ran all through COVID together, and we didn't run fast. We basically ran for stress relief. We walked up every darn hill. We really took our time and really just embraced running. So I guess that would be one of my tips is to running shouldn't be stressful, right? Running should be fun. It should be bringing you stress relief. Yes. <laughs> if it's not, you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess one of my tips is to find a running friend, somebody you click with and, and use it as a, as a stress relief and you'll start to really look forward to it. So that's definitely a tip, but having that base from that year of COVID, you know, we ran a lot of miles, but they were very slow and just enjoyable. I think I described them to you, uh, Irene, as, you know, we were picking the daisies, right? Yeah. We were really, really just enjoying ourselves and didn't really care what pace we were going. But I truly believe that gave me kind of that really important uh, aerobic base that's needed. And to Irene, to your point earlier about needing to build up slowly, it is about consistency and you build up over time and you're not going to become a fast runner in weeks or months or even a year. It mm -hmm. takes years of consistency. And that is um, the num you know, number one thing, I think. Yes. And reaching this point, it was years in the making. Yes. Absolutely. And, and, and truly, you know, I'm looking back at my experience as well. Um, you know, you go from uh, one mile uh, to 
two miles. And before you know it, you know, you're, you're tacking on uh, small bits and pieces until you've reached uh, these, these higher miles. And, you know, when you look at uh, running 26, that seems just on, on, daunting. There's just a, a massive number, but you can't look at that big number when you're starting at two. Um, you slowly are going to build yourself up to that. Um, and again, at, at no matter what age you are, um, it definitely uh, works. So um, so continue on to when you decided uh, to run Boston, because I know that we had a conversation at that point. Yeah, we did. So yeah, I, I connected with Irene I guess it was about a year ago, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more. And I, I think it was through one of the trail running communities on Facebook. And I, I've kind of been not stalking, but watching everybody <laughs> Irene over and over and over again in terms of nutrition. And during COVID, uh, I had gained not like a ton of weight, but maybe, I don't know, 15 pounds, like many of us did during COVID, the COVID 15. And so when I first reached out to Irene, it was really for nutrition and I wanted to gain lean muscle mass and, and just try and get myself set for upcoming hopeful running season. So it started there uh, and can't say enough positive things about Irene's nutrition program. Oh, well, thank uh, you. I managed to very carefully and thoughtfully lose 15 pounds to get down to a really good racing weight. And I'll tell you, the way I think about it is I lost three sacks of flour, right? So three <laughs> sacks of flour, and then you put the three sacks of flour down and you're going to be faster. So oh, for sure. That's a good a way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. So it's a combination of the nutrition and, and the, the money too. Sure. But yeah, so so Irene and I sat down and talked about, okay, what are your long-term goals fitness-wise? And I said, well, I would love to qualify for Boston, but I don't know that I could really ever do that. It just seems like a faraway pipe thing. Like, here's my current, here's my hit, running history, kind of here's where I am pace-wise. And and Irene worked with me to put together a plan. And um, over the course of 20 weeks, uh, using very specific training, I think that was one of the biggest adjust, adjustments made was instead of just running the miles, being very uh, thoughtful about the type of miles and very specific in the training. And so Irene put together a really great plan and uh, I executed that plan to a T, but I can tell you uh, the first weeks I was very doubtful. I, I ran just kind of a test 10K to see where I was at and my heart rate went to 200. <laughs> and I think I was running maybe a 930 pace and I needed to be at like 835 to 845 to qualify for Boston. So if my heart rate's at 200 running a 930 pace, um, for six miles, it was really hard to wrap my head around how I would possibly profit for Boston. In fact, I really thought it would be a two to three year plan um, to get there. So I'm still right now sitting here, shooting, <laughs> you know, a year later that we're having this conversation. It's, uh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and and as the as as her coach, I can tell you, she um, of course uh, had doubts. Um, but even though she doubted herself, uh, and I think in the depths of her brain, she knew she had it. Um, and, uh, along the way, she had a lot of obstacles and there were, there were poison ivy, there was poison oak, I think at the same time, um, <laughs> there were, there were, there were ankle injuries there. I mean, it, it, it was not seamless. Um, but the mindset, um, was there. And, uh, you know, the day of the race, um, the day before the race, 
she she had that that doubt and um I don't remember exactly what I sent to her but I I know it was pretty powerful because it, it it set shivers up my spine and and uh she pulled through and and she qualified um and so so even though she qualified um she didn't know that she qualified because of that that time window um she needed a 350 um but Boston Athletic Association doesn't announce uh, the the window of of qualifying time as far as who gets accepted uh, for I think a week or so, um, and so that part is very frustrating because you don't know until they officially announce it. Um, and so was it a couple of days that they they finally announced it? Yeah, the timing was kind of fortunate for me because I ran Indianapolis Monumental, and it was maybe a week later that they announced. Well, maybe two weeks. A couple of weeks later, they announced the qualifying time. But you can run a race, you know, months before and have to wait all of those months, just wondering, was it enough? Should I do another race and try and, and race, you know, better, you know, fast, get a faster time? And you know, I only had a minute and one second buffer, and so I, of course, I'm in all these online communities, and everyone's saying, "Oh, a minute will never be enough." So, <laughs> oh, I have ten minute buffer. Do you think that's enough? And I just, you know, it was. Very yeah. mentally tough to be on those groups. I finally had to just kind of peel back and not even look and erase the competition factor. It, I'm I'm in it for myself, right? It's yeah. important to be in it for yourself. Like you don't want to get into this. Oh, that person's better than me. Whatever. Everybody's circumstances are different, mm -hmm. right? Everybody's abilities are different. Everybody's life circumstances are different. You're in it for you, right? Um, but. Anyway, it was a little bit stressful for sure, wading through that. And I mean, I didn't think I would get into the point that I actually signed up for a marathon in February so that I could try and qualify for the next year. And so I had been planning that I'd be training this winter for that. And then I got the amazing email from Boston <laughs> Athletic Association that I got in and I was screaming and <laughs> yeah. for joy. I couldn't believe it. But they ended up this year, um, there actually is no extra cutoff. So somebody made the time and they registered during their during their window, then they got in. So I my time was 348.59, one minute and one second faster. Which than is amazing. Amazing. And yeah. and even if you hadn't gotten in because of the qualifying standards, you shaved off an amazing amount of time at your age. Um yes. with with truly such limited um, years under your belt, um, yeah. which is astonishing because if someone were to, to, you know, hear your story, they would assume that you have been a runner your entire life. Um, so that is so inspiring. Um, and all of this uh, inspired you to um, start something new in your life. Uh, if you'd like to share that with, with yes, our listeners. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I have actually, uh, during this whole course of business, I actually got my United Endurance Sports Coaching uh, of America certification and run endurance run coaching. I did it initially so that I could learn the science behind running to also just enhance my knowledge of my own body and how it works. And, and there's another step towards Boston. And a lot of friends have just asked me along the way to help them uh, with, hey, can you make me a plan for a 5K? Hey, can you, I'm thinking about doing a half marathon. What do you think about this approach? I've been asked for advice along the way. And I've been helped by a couple of important people, you know, for Irene and then earlier in my kind of athletic, adult athletic career, and my good friend Susie, 
helped me along the way to, to find run love. And, um, I want to do that for other people. So I have started a coaching business called mastering miles. I am very focused on the over 40, uh, female. I'm happy to help anybody but <laughs> over 40 female runners. I, you know, I really want to give back to what I've gotten. You know, I've gotten a lot out of running. I want to give back. I want to take the intimidation factor out of running. I want it to be accessible to everybody and just for everybody to know that anybody can be a runner. It just takes a, a careful plan and uh, consistency and the desire to do it. But um, would love to help anyone uh, looking to start their run journey. I love that. I love that. And, and you know, the hardest part truly is getting started. Um, you know, once you start, it becomes a, a, a family to you and it becomes your your network and anybody that has been in in the running world knows that it's 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 truly um a, a happy place to be um but but you know walking in that that door uh is very intimidating so um uh if you'd like to share your information how somebody can find you yeah so my website is www.masteringmiles.com there is a contact form on my website that's an easy way to find me and of course, if you're connected to Irene, she can connect us directly as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, Boston is now uh, looking like it's what? Mm, is it 12? 12 weeks away? 11, <gasps> 11 weeks. 11 yeah, weeks. 11 weeks. Well, yeah. you are going to absolutely love it. I It's my favorite. And I'm, I, I've, I, I haven't told you this, so I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, I've always had this this vision of you um, with the with the Boston bling on, you know, the Boston hat, the Boston jacket, and it's just it's you. It's totally you. So I, I cannot wait um, to see you wearing the bling, crossing that finish line. So good job. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So if you are listening and you want to connect with Amy, uh, definitely reach out to me. And if you are listening and you want to uh, start running, you don't know how to start, um, you can reach out to me. You could reach out to Amy. And the best thing you could do is one foot in front of the other. And like I always say, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So enjoy the rest of your day.